Hi, welcome to the Art and Science of Learning, the podcast that digs deeper in how we learn, so that in today's accelerated world, we can learn better and enjoy it more. I'm your host, learning specialist, Dr. Kinga Petrovai. Every week, I discuss aspects of learning with academics, practitioners, and individuals with unique learning journeys to inform and inspire how you design learning into work and life. Welcome to the first in a series of special episodes focused on reinventing hybrid events, which has been created in collaboration with the Learning Ideas Conference. In-person events are slowly returning, but the future is hybrid. Creating a successful hybrid class, conference, or meeting requires new skills. In this collaboration with the Learning Ideas Conference 2022, we will discuss what it takes to create a successful hybrid experience. Over the months leading up to the conference, we will explore different aspects of a hybrid event and follow the journey as the Learning Ideas Conference prepares a new hybrid experience for June 2022. The Learning Ideas Conference is dedicated to reimagining education and workplace learning, using new technologies to provide us with new opportunities. With the goal to always innovate, in 2022, the Learning Ideas Conference is creating a new approach to hybrid experiences and exploring what collaboration and networking could be in a hybrid environment. In this special series of the Art and Science of Learning podcast, we will follow the progress of creating this new hybrid experience, discuss best practices in the field, and share useful tips on creating successful hybrid events that hopefully all of you can use. To start this series, I'm very happy to have on the podcast the founder of the Learning Ideas Conference. Dr. David Gorelnik is president and CEO of Kaleidoscope Learning and a consultant specialized in the use of technology to improve job performance. He is also a Columbia University adjunct professor, the current president of International E-Learning Association, and the founder and chair of the Learning Ideas Conference. David has been credited with the creation of the first corporate training learning by doing simulation, the first e-learning specific authoring tool, and the award-winning watch, rate, and compare e-learning approach. David has won over 200 awards in the e-learning industry, and his unique approach to his consulting and project work has saved over $2 billion due to improved employee performance for Fortune 500 and multinational clients such as Target, IBM, GE, Time Warner, and many more. David focuses his deep knowledge of the industry to reimagine learning in higher education and the workplace. Thank you, David, for joining me on the podcast. It's great to be here. Thanks for, thanks for having me. Well, thank you. And I'm really looking forward to this special collaboration on a topic that is really on, I think, on top of everyone's mind, really hybrid events, hybrid meetings, hybrid learning experiences, especially as some people are going back to the office. I think hybrid is the way forward. So very exciting way that we're going to learn about hybrid events as you yourself and your team are preparing for a hybrid conference in June of 2022. We'll talk a little bit more about this later on. But first, before we begin, let's talk about this word hybrid. 
Maybe people have different definitions of it. Can you tell me how you interpret a hybrid event? Sure. I mean, to me, in the broad sense, it's really an event that includes both an in-person and an online component. And I think the, the form that that can take can be a little different. And, you know, sometimes you see events that are kind of on the simpler side of hybrid where they're really just an event with a, a few people speaking in person and everybody else is, is online and it's broadcast over Zoom and that's it. And, and then you can get much more sophisticated. And I think a lot of what we're thinking about is where can we take this? Yeah, at the, at the base, I would say we're really looking at, you know, you've got part of the speakers and, and audience group in person and a subset, the other subset uh, online. And, and that really kind of starts us off with the, the basic definition of what we mean by hybrid event. And that's the thing is that we're really trying to move away from simply recording an event or a learning experience and putting it online and to be innovative about it. And how does the person online feel as included and able to participate as much as the person who is there in person? Each of those different groups have different needs. And how do we make this an ultimate experience? Exactly. And that's challenging. Even online only events, in my experience, have Sometimes been, it's sometimes been difficult for people to fully participate, right? It's sometimes some people don't feel you know as as comfortable interjecting in an online setting. Some people do, yes. um, and some people are. It's it's also just easy to be more distracted. I think you go in with the best of intentions that you're going to participate fully and pay full attention, and then an email comes in and you know you, you get a little distracted. And and when you're in person in an actual conference environment or classroom setting. You're, you're much more you know, engaged sort of by the environment around you. And so there are challenges in online events already to try to maximize and, and improve the way that people can work with each other, uh, not just in, in the context of the COC, but in terms of you know, getting to know each other and, and all of that kind of thing. And then even more so when you've got the two groups, you know, some are in person and some are not and trying to, to work them both, both together. Yes, that's, that's absolutely true. To give a little bit of context, the Learning Ideas Conference has always been in person up until last year where it was fully online. So then now in June, 2022, it will be hybrid for the first time. So this is a new experience for you and your team in developing that. But of course, you're all workplace learning technology specialists. So it's going to be a very interesting in many respects, uh, topic and experience on how you're going to innovate in that hybrid event. So you told me just a little bit about uh, what you are hoping to achieve. What do you want the main achievement to be in terms of the hybrid aspect? Sure. Um, I mean, you know, we, we've learned a lot from running online-only conferences. And one of the things that I think we, you know, really grew to appreciate was the larger audience that we could reach. It's not that easy for everybody to be able to take the time and only have their organization afford for them to come to New York for several days for an in-person conference. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of people who sort of excluded from the experience who then included in the online experience. And, and I think that will certainly continue. On the other hand, certainly felt that the, I hesitate to use fully the word networking, but the, you know, the collaboration aspects of an online conference were not, just not as strong as what you get in person. We have, you know, I mean, you have people sitting next to each other, you have coffee breaks, you have casual informal conversations, you have, you know, the dinner and drinks and, and all sorts of ways for people to get to know each other in an informal and casual way. And to me, that's always one of the wonderful things about conferences in particular is that you you really do get to know people. Sometimes they become colleagues and collaborators. Sometimes they become friends. Sometimes they become all of these things. And meeting people in a less formalized, structured environment is of tremendous value. And that was much harder to capture in the online version of the conference. So 
what we'd love to be able to do this year is try to, you know, as, as much as possible, achieve all of this for everyone, which is obviously an ambitious goal, right? So we'd like to be able to include people who are not physically present and are online in the ways that people who are physically present are also included and be able to facilitate that and make, you know, make it as, as easy as possible for people to be able to communicate with each other. And that also means, you know, within the groups, right? So you don't just have online people talking to other online people in a chat and in-person people chatting with each other, you know, whispering to each other and then chatting in the background, but that we have some kind of integrated discussion and conversation and so that everybody gets as much of a full conference experience as possible. And that ideally the conference experience is expanded because one of the other things that we found is there were some really nice things about doing an online event that was in some ways more like a, a television broadcast, right? So we would, one of the things we did is we pre-taped interviews. Um, I interviewed as the conference chair, I interviewed uh, some of our speakers, our keynotes and, and a few other people. And we would play those, you know, essentially broadcast those at certain points during the conference. And they were also made available to people on, on demand. And that's a nice thing. That's not something we'd ever done or really thought to do in the in-person event, right? The in-person event, you're, you know, you're looking at the stages, you've got the different rooms, you have the stages, that's the event. But so the other then big question is, what can we do to make better use of technology for everybody, for the in-person attendees and for the online? So yes. both in terms of fostering communication collaboration, but also in terms of what kinds of experiences and content we, we produce and include as part of the, the overall event. Absolutely. And there's all big topics to address and unique ways that we can find ways to really create this collaboration. Because of course, I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, I'm done with hybrid events. I want to be there in person. I don't want to be on the in the online room. But the goal is to really make it a rich, wonderful experience for both groups. And, and that will be the interesting thing about this series, because we're all going to learn how to do that and, and also experience the challenges and successes of how your team is progressing in designing this conference. So that will be really, really interesting. So starting the planning of this hybrid conference, what are the main considerations at this point? So what are you working on? We are eight months out, no, nine months out. So what are the key considerations at the start? Sure. No, that's a great question. I mean, they fall into a couple of different categories. On the logistics side, you know, our, our team had to just already work on the communication to sort of make everything, make it clear that this is a hybrid event, that as, as we're looking for proposals now, the speakers can speak online if they choose, as well as in person. And also that that's a decision we're not asking people to make now. Things are still a little bit, you know, the pandemic is still ongoing in different and different places. And so, you know, there, for a variety of reasons, we don't want to force people into any decisions this early. So there's a communication side of, of sort of setting people's expectations for what this is going to be and making sure that speakers and attendees and particularly prospective speakers at this early stage are aware of what we will be doing and trying to do and what their options are going to be. There's that level. And then in terms of what the overall experience is like, first thing to me in, in planning anything is always to start with the goals and, you know, what do we want to accomplish? And I think kind of going over, I think at this point we want to accomplish, and we're, we're trying to to hammer those out in, in more detail. And it's an ongoing process. You know, what, what does that mean specifically to have people collaborate? What can we do? Do we put up a screen where we have people who are on camera from afar, if they'd like, as, you know, audience members? Do we have a, an ongoing feed of 
chat questions that people are asking in the, the chat or the Q&A. Do we use other technologies to you know, combine all this together? And, and those are still open questions. Fortunately, it's, it's nine months out and not nine weeks out at this point, but there's still some time. But those are questions that we're very much still exploring, experimenting with. There are also virtual world technologies that are used for some events. And I think you know our plan is not to have the event in one of those, though that's certainly something that people have done, but can we make use of that for, for certain subsections of the conference? You know, I guess a, a, you know, a, a side note to all this, and, and maybe not so much of a side note, is as a conference that's about new learning technologies, we want to both establish what we would like this conference to be, but within that also, I think, experiment, right? Yes. So it's a good opportunity to try out some different things. So we may say, this is a virtual world. We want to do this for one session. We may say, this is something else we want to try. We don't know how it's going to work. We want to do it for one session. And we have you know, a conference group of people who are in the field, they are learning technologists, they are innovators and they're interested and thinkers. And so we have this tremendous group who will be able to be with us to learn so much from the experiences that we're able to provide. And so that's also very much in our thinking and also involving our you know, committee members and others in, in terms of getting, uh, getting ideas together. It's an exciting project because that's exactly the topic of technology and technology in the workplace and in education is exactly the topic of the conference. And you bring together these amazing people from around the world who are working in the research and the practice of, of this field. But now this is a project within the topic that you're, you're discussing. So it'll be very interesting to see the progress and how, what you learn and, and how you implement it. What do you foresee as some of, I mean, there's so many, as you said, you're breaking down the different aspects and experimenting and looking at different options of how to make this a good experience. But what do you foresee as the greatest challenges at this point that you will have to address? Um, I think there are a number of challenges. So I think one is just really trying to sufficiently integrate people who are online and, and really help, want to participate and not just watch. And I think there are different audiences, right? I mean, some people some people probably do just want to watch and that's totally fine, right? There are lots mm -hmm. of ways, you know, it's up, it's up to you as, a, as an audience member and attendee, what works best for you. And yeah. some people may even simply just, you know, be interested in what we're doing and interested in the, in the talks and the sessions, but not have the time during their normal workday to do it. And so for them, it's going to be something that they'll mostly watch taped version, you know, and, and, and on video when they can, just in time, which is completely fine. But for the people who can't be here but want to participate more. I think that's one of one of the challenges that really stands out to me is how can we best involve everyone so that the people who are in person can interact with the people who are not in person. And it seems as you know as natural and seamless and open as as possible. And it, it always feels that when you're in an online event, you're you know you're a little bit removed from what's going on, right? You're yeah. a little bit of a spectator more than a participant and to try to find ways to make that feel much less the case and you know ideally not the case that we kind of look at, at one conference some people are in person some people are not in person and and that's i think the, the biggest challenge that we're working towards trying to, to find ways to address that absolutely that's such an important thing because of course i think we all have experienced this before but i remember in one particular role when i was hybrid and everybody else was in a live meeting, you suddenly start realizing that experience of, well, the camera is not quite in the right angle. I can't quite hear everyone. They're not including me because it's just not that natural to include from someone from the screen or socializing when everyone is online is also somehow difficult and somehow not as natural. So finding those solutions of 
where everyone's at and medium they're participating in and bringing those together is definitely not a not an easy task and something that is very important because it would make it a much, much better experience in all those meetings and classroom learning where now we're combining the online and the in-person. So these are all issues that are very important to look at. And a lot of a lot of people in schools, in the workplace, in academia, those designing technology are interested in. And we've all through this past year and a half had experience in this hybrid and online world. Before we talk a little bit more about what's coming ahead in this series, for those people who are not familiar with the Learning Ideas Conference, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Sure. Uh, the Learning Ideas Conference was created to bring together people from uh, around the world in both academia and industry. So, you know, we, we have several subgroups in the online learning world, including corporate learning development and, you know, organizational learning and people doing research and people putting things into practice to universities and other groups as well. And so the idea was to bring all of these groups together to share ideas and share experiences with an eye toward reimagining what learning can be, particularly using technology. You know, there's a lot of online learning out there still that is in the form of traditional classroom learning, right? And traditional classroom learning really evolved in order to solve a problem of, of scale, right? If you go way, way back into the old days, people learned by being apprentices. They would work with a master craftsman and learn how to become their own expert. And that is a method that's fantastic, but just isn't practical on a large scale. You need, you know, really one-on-one -on -one time of, a, of an expert. But then we that sort of evolved into the, you know, the kind of classroom experiences that we see with a lot of reading and listening and testing and all that. Online, we have the opportunity to do so much more, and there certainly are great things out there, but we want to keep taking steps to the future and reimagine what education and learning and development can be using technology. And we have new technologies out all the time. We have new uses of virtual reality and augmented reality and artificial intelligence. All these things keep growing. So we're looking at people who are working in any of these areas or have ideas about how things can be used to reimagine what education can be, new ideas, new approaches to learning and job performance, both using technology, new uses of technology, new ways for you know, groups to collaborate. It really is a, a wide set of, of things, but really very much an eye, you know, the theme is an eye toward what the future can be and coming together to imagine what that would be like. And that really applies to everyone because either you're designing the technology, you're studying the technology, or you're simply participating in meetings at work and learning at work or in higher education or in schools. This is all really, really important. And I personally, I thought that it was a phenomenal conference and I really enjoyed meeting so many interesting people and exactly what this podcast is about is bringing together the research and practice. That's exactly what you're doing at your conference. I met so many people who are designing technologies and have companies that are doing incredibly innovative things, professors who are studying the way we work, the way we learn, and practitioners who are really implementing learning. In the, I mean, everyone just really came together in a very holistic way, which is absolutely what we need to move forward in the future of work, the future of how we learn. So yes, it, it's a wonderful time and I'm really looking forward to next June. And actually for anyone who's looking and would like to propose an idea for presenting and giving a talk, that deadline is coming up quite soon. So can you tell me when the deadline is and what you're looking for, how people can apply? Sure, absolutely. Uh, the deadline for proposals is December 12th. So it is uh, coming up 
in a little bit. There's still time to put something together. And we're looking at this stage for proposals. So people in the academic world will often choose to write papers, which were published in a book and ebook version by Springer. So it's indexed in all the major indexing systems. But the papers are not due December 12th. Only the proposal is due December 12th. So there's time after acceptance to, to write the papers for those who wish to. As a, as a mixed conference, we have people who choose to and people who, who choose not to. What we're really looking for is people who are yeah, really working on anything that's interesting and related to the conference topics. And this is really across the board. Uh, you know, you mentioned new design ideas, evaluating learning, participating in learning, experience from the faculty perspective, from the learning development perspective. Um, also, it's multidisciplinary. So people who are in related fields, people who have a new AI product that might have applications to learning would be fantastic. What you know, let, let's talk about how that could work and you don't necessarily have to be coming from this field. We want to bring people together from related fields. People more in cognitive science research absolutely, you know, make sense to apply. People working on game design. Uh, and we've had people like this in the past. And the, the more varied perspectives that we can get, the more we can be, you know, the more effective I think the conference can be. People who are working on, you know, the cultural side of things. Uh, we have a special track. We've actually two special tracks this year. One is on inclusive learning and technology, so diversity, equity, and inclusion. And another is a little more technical track um, for the second year on, uh, it was called ALICE, which is on learning engineering and, and cognition and is a, is a more technical computer science track. And so we you know, want to reach all of these audiences and bring people together to share perspectives and let people see what, you know, what everyone is doing. So it's, it's broad in the sense of roles within the field and in other fields and other disciplines but then specific in the sense that we're really looking at, you know, what are ideas that can have application or are based on research or are research, you know, research ideas themselves in any of these areas relating to uh, how we can innovate in the, in the world of, of learning. Absolutely. And that's exactly what's needed. Very multidisciplinary from all different aspects in order to do anything in this field, you have to be aware of what is happening around it. So that's really good. So let's discuss a little bit about what people can expect from this series. It's episodes leading up to the conference in June of 2022. This is, of course, the introductory. Each episode, we will be talking to someone who is working on the hybrid experience in some aspect of it, discussing different ways of creating hybrid. So we will be talking about different topics because the point is that really people listening can use this as a guide to helping to learn to improve their hybrid events. Absolutely. And but yeah, we hope that what we're able to do is gives back to the community and other people are able to take some things away from it. And certainly we also hope to learn a lot from the experiences of others as we go through this process, you know, speak at other conferences and talk with people who are running other conferences and, and see what's, what's working for them and what's not working for them. And look at this as, uh, you know, as its own area within the field that we can all further both for conferences and for, as you mentioned earlier, class experiences that, mm. you know, people are starting to go back to the office in a lot of cases, or, you know, or to the classroom, but not always. And I think, you know, the idea of a hybrid class maybe wasn't something that necessarily was uh, particularly common before the pandemic, but it's something we're going to see a lot more of moving forward. And so lessons that we can learn from those experiences and that people can take away from here and apply are, you know, all, all the better. Exactly. That's great. So we're going to talk to different individuals, explore topics within the realm of creating a hybrid event, a hybrid learning experience, and share you and your team's experience in the journey as you are preparing to do the conference in June of 2022. So we're going to learn from your own journey and how that, uh, how that progresses, and also give tips to people, tips on how to improve their learning experiences, their hybrid events, 
and uh, and how they can implement it. So it's going to be a story about how you're preparing for the conference and at the same time with a lot of great tips and insights on how others can do the same. So before we end, can you share a tip that you have for someone who is starting to think about organizing a hybrid event, a hybrid learning experience? What would be a tip at this beginning point that you would share? Um, you know, I would say, you know, I mean, a couple things. First is just to, to try to, you know, participate in hybrid experiences when you have the opportunity and see what, what other people are doing, give you a little bit of a grounding. And then, you know, and then think about what you want to accomplish. And, you know, there's a tendency to, frame the question of how to run a hybrid event as, you know, what technologies out there that will help me do this? And I prefer to look at it from the standpoint of, you know, what do we want to accomplish? And, you know, maybe that we can't accomplish everything we want, or at least not in a practical sense, you know, there's not necessarily time to build our own technology to do all the things that we would like and, and what we want may not exist. But if you start from the standpoint of goals, what do we want to do? And then start looking at the technology with the goals in mind, you know, what's out there and how can different technologies help me get there? And it may be different technologies. There are again, are practical, there are plenty of practical things that are going to have to weigh in at some point, but it may not be just one, you know, that you buy one platform, you run, you know, and, that, and that's it. It may be that you want to look at, at different ways to use different things. So thinking about, you know, what do you, what do you, you know, getting familiar with what's out there and what other people are doing, thinking about what you want to accomplish and then looking and, and exploring the various technological solutions that can help um, in that light, I think is probably the best, uh, the best set of tips that I'd have for those who are just starting out. That is a really good tip because very often in the world of integrating technologies, it's so easy to forget what is the purpose that I'm trying to achieve because you're, you, you get really entangled in the technology and how to use it and how to experience it. But I think that's the best tip starting off really have a firm idea on what is the purpose and thinking about the experience you want people to have. And only after that, thinking about the technology. So that's a really, really good takeaway. Well, thank you very much, David, for starting off this series. And we will go on this experience of creating a wonderful hybrid conference, hybrid event. Fantastic. I'm very much looking forward to it. And uh, it's always, always great to talk with you on, on these podcasts. So looking forward to the rest as well. Thank you. It was fun. Thanks again.